the biblical call to give an answer for those who inquire about the faith. We are always prepared to give a reason for the hope that is within us. This is your life. This is who you are. This changes the way you understand yourself as a human being and every other human being. It changes what you mean by justification and adoption and sanctification and glorification. And it changes what you mean by why we do what we do in gospel ministry and in righteous living. Everything is changed when we understand the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Hi, I'm Chablani Mayberg. And I'm Isaac Pinto. We are associate pastors at Central Baptist Church. And welcome to our Theology Alive podcast, where we look to engage theology in the church carried out in the culture using a Christian worldview. Welcome, 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 everyone, to yet another installment of the Theology Alive podcast. I'm in my mind, I'm trying to match the energy from our last episode, but it's been three weeks, yeah. so I don't really remember how loud it was. I'm sorry. So that does just a jab at me, um, <laughs> because, sorry for everyone, we are releasing this episode a week later, no, two weeks later actually, because I went on leave for a few days, mm. and you you know... You guys know from even from December that when it comes to me taking leave, Jabu has like. Uh, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Don't bring this back on me. The real problem here is we didn't record. Is we didn't record. We didn't record again because of Isaac Martiniano <laughs> Gomez Pinto. He is the real. He is the thorn to this podcast flesh. This podcast could be far. We could be on episode one hundred. <laughs> But because Isaac keeps going on leave, <laughs> we just can't record. So By the anyway, way, I'm going on leave again. <laughs> I'm joking. I mean, you're not. <laughs> but uh, we, we, we just need to put out a, mm. a, an advert for a new co-host for the Theology Alive podcast, <laughs> just so we can have some consistency gonna... when Isaac goes on leave. Uh, yeah. But anyway, we're back again. Um, we're going back to the... Statement of Faith. On um, our last episode, we interviewed our two new interns, um, mm. which was why the the episode had high energy, um, mm. really good conversations um, as well. If you are a parent uh, raising children and um, your children are growing up church, I think that's a, a really great episode to listen to um, as uh, both of them were raised uh, by two um, um, sets of godly parents. Um, and we, we would like to say, no, go listen to it and be encouraged as well to see that, that there is fruit um, for, for the work that you put in now. You might not see it now, but when they do grow and they love the Lord, we get the example of both Tolamo and Conrad. So, so hmm. keep, keep being faithful, um, keep loving the Lord, and, and keep serving Him in raising your children well, um, that when they grow older, they will not depart from His ways. Amen. So yeah, today we, we are going to do uh, section six of our um, statement of faith. And let me just read it for us and then we'll, we'll go through it. We believe that the Lord Jesus was crucified, buried, and on th- the third day was resurrected bodily from the dead and glorified as the first fruits of God's new creation, that he ascended into heaven where he is seated at the right hand of the Father as ruler over all things, that he presently intercedes 
as high priest and advocate for all who draw near to God through him, and that he will return personally, visibly, and gloriously to judge the living and the dead. And it's no coincidence, um, because we believe in providence, mm. um, that this episode comes right at the threshold of Easter, yep, yeah. um, just when the the whole focus of the church worldwide would be on the death, the burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Um, and, and what usually happens is we remember Jesus through communion. We we remember his, his death um, through the bread that we partake, um, which symbolizes his body, which was broken for us. Um, in his body, he bore our sins. His, when you have the bread in your hand and we, we break that bread, it symbolizes his body that bore our sins, that was broken on the cross for the sake of our sins. Mm. But then we also see the blood that was shed as his body broke. Mm. Um, and that was the blood which atones for our sins. It's, it's that blood that uh, without it, there is mm. no forgiveness mm. of sins. And, 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 and that is the message we remember at communion um, as often as we do it. Mm. But then we have a, a weekend every year where we remember the actual event. Mm. Um, of of Jesus actually going to that cross and dying for our sins and 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 I was very specific in saying the actual event because this was an mm. actual event in yep. human history. Yes, um, this is not just a story in the Bible. It's it's not just a a a, a fiction of um, of Christian imagination. Mm. It's mm. it's mm. it's an actual event that happened. God stepped foot in human history. Mm. He walked a faithful life in obedience to His Father. He allowed Himself to be to be shamed, to be scorned, to be mocked, to be beat up, to be spat on, to have His beard pulled, to have a spear on His side, to die mm. on the cross mm. for our sins. And then praise the Lord, he rose again in actual mm. events. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, the wh- what we see there in the first part of the statement, uh, Lord Jesus was crucified, buried, and on the third day was resurrected bodily from the dead. Uh, go- going to es- um, explicitly say that, yes, it actually did happen, yeah. that it wasn't um, some... Uh, liberal theologians want to uh, say, you know, it's just an example. It's metaphorical. Yeah. Um, some try to deny the the actual bodily resurrection that it's sure. just a, an ideal, uh, like. Uh, um, but no, Christ bodily rose from the dead. Yeah. These events actually happened, and the maybe going a little bit into uh, apologetics here is there is ample biblical evidence um that that happened uh and first Corinthians fifteen speaks about you know yeah. some uh disciples saw more than five hundred people saw uh and and even the theories that come up to try to deny the resurrection I just like Guys, that's so wild. Like, what, 500 people having the same illusion that he... <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I mean, you know, um, so we we believe, yes, that these events are um, a work of God in history and time. Yeah. Uh, that Christ came, lived on the earth, walked on the roads, uh, he died, was buried, and rose again. Now, I want to I wanna put a test out there for our listeners. So uh, if there's a pen and paper close by or if, if, if you've got your phone close by, here's a test for you. If you had 
to, if someone asked you, where is the gospel explained out? And by gospel, we mean what we are talking about today, the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. What verse would you go to in all of, this, of the Bible? <laughs> and I'm going to put Isaac on the spot there mm. and say, if, if someone asked you, all right, Isaac Matignano Gomez Pinto, mm. what is the gospel? Where do you? Where would you turn? <laughs> we didn't uh, prep this, so I'm sorry. No, no, but it's fine. I, I think I, I definitely. I think I would go to First Corinthians fifteen one to three, uh, and it <laughs> it doesn't prep, but uh, yeah, I think that that kind of summarizes uh, you know the gospel. Uh, yes. uh, maybe secondly, or maybe Romans eight five mm. uh, five eight. Sure. Eight, five, yeah, sure. While we're still seeing as Christ died for us, but yes. yeah, but I think initially first Corinthians 15 and three. I'll read it for us, um, because mm. that's exactly where I'd go. In fact, it's a good place to go. In fact, you can read from verse one all the way to verse 11. It is a great depiction of the actual gospel message. Mm. Now, it starts off in verse one, and Apostle Paul says, verse 15, one. Now, I want to remind you, brothers, now again, communion is all about remembrance. Do mm. this in remembrance of me. It, it, it takes us back as believers to what brings us around the table. It, mm. it, it reminds us that we were lost if it wasn't for this, this act of obedience by Christ to the Father. It, it reminds us of, of the cost of our salvation. And the Apostle Paul here, he says, I want to remind you who, brothers, talking to believers. And I, mm. I want to stress a point. Oftentimes, as believers, when we hear the gospel, we shut off. It's like, oh, mm. I know this. I, I know Jesus Christ died, he's buried, he rose again. I know this message. However, the Apostle Paul, the Apostle Peter, John himself wrote a whole book. Mm. <laughs> All these, these three apostles made it, um, made it their mission to constantly remind us of the gospel. Mm. Because as believers, we often forget it. We, we, we often get caught up either in our own works. We often get caught up on, on, on our, our need for the gospel of Christ. We, we often forget that day after day, we need to find ourselves on our knees before the cross of Jesus. Asking for his grace, for day-to-day -day things. And, and listen to this. It says, now I would remind you, brothers, um, talking to believers, of the gospel I preached to you which you had received, in which you stand, all right? Mm. The, the gospel justifies mm. us. Mm. And by which you are being saved. Mm. So that doesn't mean that we are saved, we lose it, we get saved again, we lose it. No, 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 no. It means, it means not only does, does the gospel get us through the door, but the gospel keeps us in the door. Amen. And, 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 and many times we, we, we feel discouraged, we feel down. Uh, many times our, sin over, our own sin overwhelms us. And, and I think this is a good reminder Go back to the gospel. What are, what are the implications of Christ's death, his burial, and resurrection for mm. you? That was his, his, his display of love. That was his mm. display of love for the Father and obedience to the Father, but also his mm. display of love for you. Yeah. You know, Jabal, the remembrance of the gospel, even in terms of our sanctification, is so crucial. And, and I was actually talking to someone yesterday. It, it's so freeing. Because on on we are uh, we are being sanctified and we want to do what is right, not to earn God's salvation, but yes. because we have been saved. It's yes. in light of 
uh, yes, I've been redeemed, I've been forgiven. Um, and so it on on the one hand, it it tells us that um, you you are loved, and mm. uh, and and on the other hand, it kind of does push you to to say, yeah, I want to do better mm. uh, because I have received such great uh, salvation. And and looking. Uh, at our sanctification, at doing what is right, at listening and obeying the commandments through the lenses of the gospel mm. are are so important for sure. for our walk. Yeah. And a biblical worldview is important because I think, as you said, the what, once you become a believer, you, you want to do better for God. Mm. But then you realize that, that there's often times that you want to do better that you constantly fail. But as you constantly fail, you remember the the obedience of Jesus when he lived on this earth yep. is accredited in your account. Yep. Yep. So even the better that we do is is only made better mm. because when Jesus looks at us, he sees, well, when God looks at us, he mm. sees mm. The, the finished work of Jesus. Christ. So so as we yeah. work and work and work, remind yourself, O oh believer, Mm. That what the Father looks at is the finished work of Jesus, mm. which has been accredited into our account. Mm. Now, when was this accredited? It goes on to say, if you hold fast, um, if you hold fast to the word I preached to you, unless you believed in vain. For I delivered to you as of first importance what I also received. So what I'm sharing, I also received it. And what is this? That Christ died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures. That he was buried, that he was raised on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. The death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ was in fulfillment to the word of God. It was in fulfillment to mm. God's eternal decree. Oh, it, was, it was Trinitarian in that Christ's sacrifice was in obedience to the Father sending him. It was his obedience and resurrection was empowered by the Spirit. So again, the scriptures were pointing forward. In fact, everyone in the Old Testament was looking forward to the death of Jesus. We as believers today, we look backwards to the cross as an event that had happened. So Jesus' death was was already planned by the Father, and it was accomplished by Christ. We see verse 5, it says, um, and, and he was raised on the third day in accordance to his scriptures, and, and that he appeared to Cephas, then to the twelve. And he appeared to more than 500 brothers at one time, as Isaac was saying. Mm. Most of whom are still alive. You know, I've, liked, I've loved this phrase. Yeah, by the it's so amazing. It's almost as if you're saying, go ask them. Good. <laughs> yeah. Go check it out. Uh, you can verify this story. Yeah. Go, go and ask these gents. These gents who mm. saw Jesus Christ are still alive. Mm. Though some have fallen asleep. Then he appeared to James. Then to all the apostles. Last of all, as to one untimely born, he appeared also to me. This is the Apostle Paul saying, man... He should have been with the twelve, but God, in His providence, had had allowed had allowed the apostle Paul uh, to be one who would be born after the death of Jesus Christ. But Jesus, the risen Lord, would appear to the apostle Paul on the road to Damascus and would call him to be His apostle. Verse nine says, "For I am the least of the apostles, unworthy to be called an apostle, because I persecuted the church of God. But oh man, mm, by the by grace this. of God, I am ah. what I am." And his grace towards me was not in vain. On the contrary, I worked harder than any of them. Though it was not I, but the grace of mm. God that is with me. Whether then it was I or they, so we preach. Mm. And so you believed. There's, there's a key point here. Mm. Man, I was a 
persecutor of the church. I am unworthy to be called an apostle. Likewise, we can say we are unworthy to be called Christians. We were rejecters of God. We were enemies of the cross. But praise God that by His grace, He has saved us. Mm. He has called us back into His fold. He, he had chosen to have our name written in the Lamb's book of life. That mm. when Jesus died on the cross, His death for us was intentional. Yeah. Now, I don't want to get caught up in the debate of that beautiful doctrine. You know, you know the doctrine I'm talking about. You know the doctrine that divides people. <laughs> you know, starts at the sea and there's five points. I don't want to get caught up in all that stuff. <laughs> all right. However, however, right. It, I, I think I've said it before on this podcast. It doesn't matter on what camp you fall. Election is biblical. Mm. All right. It doesn't matter whether you are a minion or Calvinist or something in between. <laughs> Provisionist. Uh, doesn't matter Mm. election is a biblical doctrine Mm. and you need to uphold the beauty of that of that biblical doctrine Mm. it means that christ's death was not general Mm. it was specific jesus died for a specific people Mm. he died for a people whom the father had given to him Mm. it's it's scripture (laughs) (laughs) and 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 this is this is beautiful because when, when when i get saved it's that beauty of man. When, when Jesus was on that cross, he specifically had my sins on his mm. body mm. because I was specifically a sheep, part of the sheep of his mm. pasture. Mm. And, and when, I get, when I got saved, it meant he was calling me back into his mm. fold. Mm. Can, like, if, if it wasn't so, how could you sing? My name was written on his hand. <laughs> ah, <laughs> uh, and, and that's a yeah, beautiful song. You know, I mean, yeah. It's actually one of my favorite yeah, songs. Yeah, that's Jabu's song, man. That's a song just my uh, Thanks for being here. But, <laughs> but I, I think it, it's, we, we have to deal with um, one, of, uh, one of the things that uh, makes me just love this and this doctrine as well is just the sense of uh God speaks about uh his his um everlasting love mm, sure and if you think about it, what does the everlasting love mean that's right you know so yeah he he loved me and he he chose me yep. uh it it started before I was born and yep. and it 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 continues it's uh and sure. and I'm his, mm. and he he died for me. Sure, uh, and, and it's not an abstract thing; it's a personal uh, concept that he actually loved Isaac yep. uh, to the point, and that he sent Jesus to die. For sure. for Isaac, yep. uh, and man, that that's just it's beautiful. Yeah. I, I know, I know it is uh, sometimes hard pills to swallow, <laughs> but it's beautiful, man. Yeah. And, yeah. and I mean, I mean, I, I I love my wife, and and because I love my wife, I must demonstrate my love to my wife. Because mm. I mean, love is a verb; it's an, it's a, it's, a, it's a doing word, mm. and and. 
God loved us. Mm. And in him loving us, he demonstrated that love to mm. us. And the Bible says, in that whilst we were still sinners, mm. whilst we were away from God, mm. whilst mm. we were still in the world, whilst mm. we were caught up. And, and just, to share, just to share quickly, man, like when, when you think about your testimony, and think about how far you were. Oh, I mean, I was so deep in the world, caught up in, caught up in all sorts of things. And, and now, now that I have hindsight, I can actually see God's providence in a lot of those things. How, how, how God had protected me from, from so much harm. And also, he, he protected me from, from things that I could almost say I, I couldn't turn back from. And, and seeing God's provident hand in leading me through those things, I can see how he, he led me to the specific point where mm. I would receive the gospel and I would come to believe. In his providence, not only did, did he, 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 he choose me before the beginning of time, mm. but he also knew when he would, he would put into effect that effective call. Mm. It, mm. it was that specific, Jabu, my son, come home. Mm. And I heard the call of the shepherd. Mm. And came home and and mm. I really want to just stop man think about your testimony and yeah. think about that moment you heard the gospel it was at that moment when the shepherd called you by name mm. and said come back into my fold and we call that the effective call of Christ it mm. was it was not a general call mm. you know um, my my sheep hear, hear my, my voice, voice yes. uh, and they they know me yes. you know um it, it reminds me of of another song <laughs> Uh, I was sinking deep in sin, far from the peaceful shore, very deeply stained within, uh, sinking to rise no more. My, but the master of the sea heard my despairing cry from the waters lifted me. Now safe uh, am I. Mm. Uh, and, um, but sure. may, we, we could spend a lot of time in this one. Uh, before, before. Before we uh, move uh, on. Uh, uh, I know ones. what you're trying to say. <laughs> uh, uh, I, know, I know where you're going. But quickly, quickly, quickly. <laughs> Um, there's there's also the danger. So so what we're looking at is Christ died, was buried, rose again. Mm. But there's also the danger. And I, I want to read a statement to you, Isaac, and just tell mm. me what your thoughts are. Many Christians seem content to leave Jesus on the cross, while the resurrection often suffers from neglect. Sure, um, sure. Yeah, I I think that's a it's a true statement. I think the two have to go. Um, together because if christ didn't rose uh that that was uh that would be the sign that his atonement from the cross was not accepted uh that that would have meant that uh, you know he sinned uh he would have died and remained dead for his own own sin sure but the the resurrection shows us uh that Christ's approval, God's approval of Christ's sacrifice, that, that indeed the debt has been, has been paid, uh, death uh, have been, has been conquered, sure. um, you know, and, and so we have to speak about the, the, the resurrection. We yeah. can't just leave Christ on the cross. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's both ends. So, so mm. we, we, we don't read a statement like this and then speak more about the resurrection, neglect the death. Um, and yeah. we don't speak so much about the death and neglect his resurrection. The two have to go hand in hand. Yeah. However, we see people today with the crucifix, mm. <laughs> you know, Jesus still hanging on the cross. Yeah. Um, some some people just have it as jewelry around their necks, e- mm. 
um, around the Knicks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> ignorant of, yeah. you know, for them, it's just a, I'm a Christian, so this mm. is what Christians wear. Mm. Others do it culturally. Others do mm. it religiously. Others do understand, and, and, and they wear mm. the cross of Jesus on it. Mm. However, as believers, we do not do this. Uh, we, we, yeah. we, we do not um, um, carry around or have the crucifix hanging on our walls or on, on our chairs because Jesus is not still on the cross. Yeah. yeah, Jesus, he had died, he was buried, but praise the Lord, he rose again. In fact, mm. Joseph of Arathmathia uh, <laughs> um, gave up his... His ex- well, gave part of his expensive tomb for the body mm. of Jesus to be laid. So, mm. so the body did leave the cross. It did yeah. go into the grave. Yeah. The question was, did it leave the grave? Mm. And it did. Praise the Lord. Yeah. The same power that rose Jesus from Amen. the dead lives now within us. Yeah. There's a beautiful statement I want to read for us here. It says, mm. the cross itself is entirely inseparable from God's other redemptive acts through Jesus in history. Mm. His death his life, his resurrection, his ascension, and the outpouring of the Holy Spirit at Pentecost. All of these form a unified front mm. upon which the age of sin and death met its match. Sure, sure. Death uh, was defeated on that cross. Huh. Sin was defeated on that cross. You might hear this statement and say, man, but I don't see it. Mm. I want you to know, believer, you have been freed from the power of sin. Amen. But you haven't been freed from its presence yet. Yeah. You, you remind me of when you're talking about you know Jesus on, on the cross. We lived in Peru, and in the city that we, we lived, it was called the city of the thirty-three churches, uh, and it was a very it was a small city, but it was very known uh, in Easter time because there were thirty-three Catholic churches, and all. The, by the way, the, most of those churches. Uh, were closed through the rest of the year, but they would all open <laughs> in Easter. And people from all over Peru would come, um, and so they had these massive processions. But I remember this one day uh, we were driving, uh, and my, my mom was driving my brother and I somewhere, and there was this guy carrying this big crucifix. Uh, and then my mom shouted <laughs> from the car. He's like, he's alive. You don't carry him. He carries oh, you. Wow. <laughs> and I just loved it. And I just loved it. She's just like, you know, ah, he's alive. You don't carry him. He carries Ooh. you. <laughs> you know, and uh, man, and, and just just came back to my mind. But it's, sure. it's true. He's, he's, we, we worship a, a living yeah, a, a, a living God. Sure. We probably should get Mama Pinto on this episode. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So number two says, He ascended into heaven where he is seated at the right hand of the Father Mm. as ruler of all things. Mm. Um, I remember, I think I was in grade seven, one of the verses we memorized was, O ye, in the KJV by the way, (laughs) O ye man of Galilee, why stand ye here gazed into heaven? Mm. Mm. Know ye not that the same Christ who was taken from you will in like manner mm. return. Mm. Oh, man, mm. what a great passage, yeah. bro. They, they washed our, our, our gracious Savior, our majestic Savior, be lifted up into heaven. And the, the encouragement from the angels was, worry not, he will in the same way mm. descend again back onto the earth. Yeah. Now, in South Africa, we used to have a public holiday called Ascension Day. And they mm. did away with that holiday. Mm. And unfortunately, I feel like many Christians forgot mm. that Ascension Day is actually a thing because the holiday mm. was taken away. Yeah. But the Lord Jesus Christ, he, his 
work on the mm. well his his work physically on the earth was mm. officially finished at mm. his ascension mm. and the ascension is important very important because yeah. he had to ascend for the spirit to descend yeah so, so let so me read there what you're quoting Jabba, from John 16 is in the KJV uh, no <sighs> ESV Man. you know what they call the ESV what the election standard version <laughs> Okay, sorry, sorry. All right. Uh, John 16, uh, from verse 7, and Jesus talking to his disciples, Nevertheless, I tell you the truth, it is to your advantage that I go away. Mm. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. Mm. But if I go, I will send him to you. And when he comes, he will convict the world concerning sin and righteousness and judgment. Uh, concerning sin because they do not believe in me, concerning righteousness because I go to the Father and you will see me no longer, concerning judgment because the ruler of this world is judged. And so it, it uh, ascension is, is crucial uh, because that means the helper uh, has come. Uh, unless Christ uh, ascended, you know, the... Um, the Holy Spirit was, was not going to come. Mm. He, he tells that to to his his disciples. So, um, and and not only that, but also uh, the picture that Luke speaks about in Acts chapter one is that this is what you must expect the returning will look like. Yeah. You know, the same way that he's saying yeah. this is how he's going to say it's like. This is what you're going to be looking mm. for mm. as you expect Christ's uh, mm. return. Yeah. When, when he came, he came wrapped in swaddling cloth, mm. which was the cloth they would put on the lamb which was about to be slaughtered, which is mm. an interesting fact. Mm. And, and that was what, he, what the Lord was wrapped in. Mm. And he came in humble, he came in lowly, but he left victorious and he's ascended as a ruler. Seated on the right hand of the Father, Amen. reigning as King. Now, these are my cards on the table. I'm a preacher, <laughs> primo. Are you sure you want to go that? <laughs> We're not going to dive too deep into okay. it. <laughs> However, I do believe that our Lord Jesus Christ is currently reigning. Mm. He, he's, he is sitting on the throne reigning, but it's that... Already and not yet. Mm. Mm. <laughs> you know, he's, he is still ruling. He is still reigning. He's seated on the right hand of the Father. So when we, when we sing, oh, oh, hail the glorious Christ, when we, mm. when we sing that he's the King of kings and the Lord of lords, it's, it's, it's not just in theory. It's, it's, it's in mm. fact. He, yeah. he is reigning as King. Mm. Um, so when, when we read there that he's, he's seated at the right hand of Thor, that, that is, that is the, 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 the position of, I mean, we'd, we read in Peter that um, we, we get to enjoy in the inheritance of Christ. Mm. That's, that's the position of, of the heir, the heir to the throne. Yeah, right. And, 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 and the Bible calls us co-heirs to the throne of God because we get to share in the inheritance of Christ. So, so two things from there we already see that, that Christ is the heir to the throne and he is seated on that throne. Mm. And we as believers, we look forward to ruling and reigning in, with him and we're also going to share in that inheritance with him. Mm, mm. And, and and I think you know what you mentioned about his 
king and he's lord even now. Mm. Um, he's lord over all. Mm. Uh, even now, um, he's is in control. Uh, he is his judge, and it is it's important for us to remember this, uh, even as chaos breaks out <laughs> into the world. You know yeah. all that's going on with yeah. Russia and Ukraine, yeah. and it's like he is Lord. Yep. He has not given uh, you know all authority was given to him yep. uh, under on heaven and on earth yep. uh, and so um sure. just just a, a good reminder uh for us now now to wrap us up um we've got two things there mm. and 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 these two are encouraging uh, the mm. first one is that he presently intercedes oh, as high priest mm. and advocate for all who draw near to God through him now Uh, in studio Bible, um, and I, I want to read. A, I want to read a passage for us, which um, I do hope will be of encouragement to you. And hmm. it's in First John chapter two. It says, "My little children, I'm writing these things to you that you may not sin." Got that? That you may not sin. But listen to this. But if anyone does sin, because in chapter one he talks about the reality that there's no one who doesn't sin. We all sin. But he talks about the reality that believers do not live in habitual sin. Mm. Um, but we are now known to be children of light. Anyway, he says, he's writing these things that we may not sin. We may not live in habitual sin. But if we do sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. Amen. He is the propitiation for our sins. Not only for, not only for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. Be encouraged, O believer. This is the beauty of what Christ's finished work has, has achieved for us. We have an advocate with the Father, but we also have a great high priest. Jesus is praying for you. In those moments of discouragement, in those moments of despair, in those moments where you're feeling empty and despondent, be encouraged that the Lord Jesus Christ is praying for Man. you. Yeah. Praying for you by name, praying for you specifically, but also be encouraged that if you were caught up in any sin, O believer, know that you have an advocate with the Father. The Lord Jesus Christ, if you think about it, He is saying, Yes, Father, Isaac did sin, but I paid for that. Yes, Father, I see that sin as well, I paid for it too. Mm. Yes, Father, I know Isaac has sinned again, but I've paid for that too. Mm. We have mm. an advocate with the Father. But also know that we, we do have on the other side, we have one who is constantly making accusations saying, yes, but he doesn't love you. Yes, but he's caught up in his sin. And that is the deceiver. The deceiver is deceiving us even as believers that your sin is too great for the grace of God. Mm. Mm. I want to encourage you today. Yeah. We have an advocate with the Father. Yeah. Won't you confess your sin to God? Mm. Do not allow your sin to move you away from God. That is only victory to the evil one. Mm. But when you do sin, run to the Father. Mm. For He has given you forgiveness through His Son, the Lord mm. Jesus Christ. Mm. You know, in, in Hebrews 7, uh, 23 uh, to 25, the former priests were many in number 
because they were prevented by death from continuing in office. But he, referring to Christ, holds his priesthood permanently because he continues forever. Consequently, he is able to save to the uttermost those who draw near to God through him since he always lives to make intercession for them. So he, uh, the author of Hebrews here is making a connection in our assurance of being saved and, and being in him connected to Christ's continuously intercession for us sure. and this is and this is just so encouraging this, sure. as, as you were just saying is he's he's going to intercede for us continuously because mm. he's the perfect high priest and we can have assurance of of this salvation that we are in him that we are his because he continuously intercedes for us sure. he's able to save us to the atomos sure. uh, and and yeah this is really this is really encouraging for sure. us who constantly fail you know? yeah. yeah i mean and he's it's beautiful that he's both um, meeting our needs as a as a priest but he's also defending us in the courtroom uh, mm. and 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 that's why when we get there on that day uh, we can get there with the assurance that it's not my works that mm. got me here, but it's the works of Jesus. Mm. Um, and the phrase just came to my mind. Um, he is the accuser of the brethren. He's on the other side. We have mm. an advocate with the Father, <coughs> but on the other side we have the accuser of the brethren, constantly making accusations against those who are saved. Mm. Um, and yet we've got Jesus who constantly advocates for us. Mm. But finally, we get that, that last line there, that he will return personally, visibly, and gloriously mm. to judge the living and the dead. Uh, three trip. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, three, You're gonna get eight. us into trouble, bro. I will, man. I will. But this, this is this is the last one. Yeah. Um, uh, what is it? You just left me. When it comes back. It took. <laughs> sorry. So. <laughs> Um, just from First Corinthians fifty uh, fifteen fifty, uh, I tell you this, brothers: flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, mm. nor does the perishable inherit the imperishable. Behold, I tell you a mystery: we shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed in a moment, mm. in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound, and the dead will be raised imperishable, sure. and we shall be changed you know uh, earlier on that on that chapter it speaks about christ returning and we see this glorious moment where as christ comes back and we the trumpet will sound mm -hmm. and and we gonna be changed and he's gonna be visibly yeah. and he's gonna be Gloriously, it's gonna be a day of terror for those who don't yep. don't know him. Yeah. Um, but it is it's gonna be great to see our our Savior um, in the face, and we yeah. we behold him yeah. um, 
And yeah, this is just glorious. Yeah. What I wanted to say is whatever you hold to when mm. it comes to eschatology, yeah. it. Um, this is, if you ask us at Central, mm. when it comes to eschatology, mm. what do you hold to when we preach? We hold to that <laughs> he will return personally, visibly, and yeah. gloriously to judge the living and the dead. Amen. But even as we close, note that he's going to judge both the living and the dead. Mm. So when you talk about the judgment of Christ, mm. we often think, oh, he's only going to judge unbelievers for their sin and send them into the lake of fire. Mm. But he's also going to judge you, believer. Mm. What have you been doing mm. with the time that he's given you? Mm. We know some are going to receive crowns. Some mm. are going to be rewarded for the work that they've done. Mm. But some won't. Um, mm. he's, there's there's going to be clear evidence mm. that you were, mm. though a believer, mm. you yeah. weren't um, living for Christ, yeah. um, doing that which yeah. he had called you to do. Yeah. I mean, one of the Gospels uh, speaks about being saved just as it is like barely saved from the flames. Yes. I forget yes, the exact yes, wording. Yes. Uh, but uh, so there are, there are folk that are going to be there. Just uh, made it. <laughs> exactly. There's that image there. They, 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 they still smoke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, 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 but believer, do, do take your walk with the Lord seriously. Um, God, I mean, we, we talk about pastors and how we're going to be judged. We're going to get a, a, a stricter judgment based on um, how did we care for the flock of Christ. Um, but as well, God, God has given you all the gifts to be a good steward of them. Mm. Um, what have you done with the gifts that God has given you? And by gifts, I'm not just referring to material things. Though them too, uh, mm. I am specifically talking about the spiritual gifts that God has entrusted to you. Um, to do the work of his kingdom, which is the main reason why we are still on this earth. Mm. We are still on this earth because there's work to be done. Mm. Um, if if yeah. we can just uh, go back to a biblical worldview, the biblical worldview is that I'm on this earth, not that my kingdom be built, but I'm on this earth because God ha God is building his church and he wants to use me as an instrument of that work. Um, so don't use your time on, on, on things that do not have eternal value. Use your time building the kingdom of Christ. For by so doing, God will give you a reward on that day. So when the judge comes, man, there'll be no reason for shame. Mm. But also be encouraged that everything that happens on this side of heaven happens for our sanctification. Mm. Your marriage, your hardships... Your friendships. Load shedding. Uh, load shedding. <laughs> you. Um, and taxi drivers. Uh, everything. Uh, everything that happens is for our sanctification. Uh, Why? Because there's, there's, there's verses in the Bible that says, God is preparing for himself his bride. Mm. That he can on that day present us to himself holy mm. and without blemish. Blameless, that know. when we appear, we will appear as those who are pure. Mm. And when we meet our Savior, he would have mm. the work of sanctification will be complete. Mm. And there's also the encouragement that that work will be complete. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because he who started it will we'll see finish. to it Amen. till the day of completion. Yeah. So be encouraged. Yeah. Um, you will fail. <laughs> mm. You will fall. Mm. But our Savior is gracious. Yeah. Our Savior is working. Trust in him. Amen. And so I hope... I hope that this episode, even as we approach Easter, that uh, 
you will be reminded of the work of Christ mm. and what he has done uh, for us on the cross. Look, uh, may, may the Lord restore in us awe and wonder uh, for the cross sure. and, and, and the resurrection of Christ. And while I have the mic, I do want to encourage for all of you that listen to us to please come to our services mm. on, on this Easter yes. uh, coming. It's going to be great on, on Thursday night. Uh, we have an event uh, with the Jews for Jesus. Mm. Um, and then Friday morning, Good Good Friday, uh, both services at 9 o'clock at the both campuses. Mm. And on Sunday morning, we're going to have uh, early service, uh, sunrise service at 6 o'clock at the Hill. Mm. Uh, Pastor Eric is going to be bringing the message there. And then... Bringing the fire. Then help us 8 at the Hill and at 10 uh the just the normal time uh of services but we're gonna have a choir mm. of almost of about like 40 voices sure. it's they've been practicing for for two months uh basically and it, this it's gonna be really great so don't miss out on that and news on the street is that Pastor Charles is in the choir. Mm, mm, so it's mm. really cool. It's a really <laughs> yeah, yeah, cool yeah. choir. So yeah. so you don't want to miss oh, it. Yeah. It's 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 gonna be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Um I've I've seen the hard work that they've put in. Mm. I'm looking forward looking forward to being encouraged by that. And Can I give a shout out, yeah. Joe? I wanna give a shout out to to Gabby and Eddie, yeah. uh, who have been, you know, really uh, put a lot of work into this, especially Gabby uh, uh, making arrangements uh, every Sunday, uh, practicing with the choir. So just want a big thank you to Gabby and Eddie who sure. have been helping with that. Yeah. Anyway, trust that you are blessed, uh, believer. The message that's going to be coming on Sunday, you might have heard it before, but ask that the Lord would stir within you a renewed zeal, a renewed fire, and a renewed joy for His name. May you be blessed. We live in a day where we think that in order to be relevant to our culture, we must be like our culture. We live in a day where we think in order for the gospel to be relevant, we must somehow adapt it to the culture, and nothing on the face of the earth or in the bowels of hell could be further from the truth. We are relevant not because we are like our culture. We are relevant because we are absolutely different. And our gospel has power not because it is acceptable to carnal men. Our gospel has power because it is a scandal to men. Thank you for joining the Theology Alive podcast. Please subscribe and share. Later. Later. Oh, five, five, eight. Nah. <laughs>